Hello and welcome to the Sports Bar with my man, who, by the way, has the best name ever. Sports doesn't fucking matter. He has the best fucking name ever. Um, my guy, sports writer extraordinaire and Wisconsin Badger, Mr. Jake Dicker, joining the Sports Bar all the way from Spain. I think you're literally the first guest that I have that's international, bro. I mean, I'm, I'm not truly international. I'm here, I'm here now, I mean, but L- LA will always be home. No, for sure, but still, like, you're... I mean, you're you're still not here. You're not in LA. Right. You're not even right, in Wisconsin right, right. right now. What's up? I said you're not even in LA, and you're not even in Wisconsin right now. You're not even in the yeah. State. I'm like, what nine, nine hour time difference halfway across the world. Right? How are you loving it there, though? Um, it's been it's been great. It's I, I had never been to Europe, so it's been definitely the first. I've been here about two weeks now, so the first or two and a half weeks. The first week was definitely a culture shock i slept all day trying to you know jet lag for for a while um but now you know now i'm starting to get in the swing of things starting to kind of you know get, uh know my way around i've got my metro routes down um but uh it's it's been good it's been fun is it crazy so i know you're gonna go to you're getting on a flight to italy soon mr world traveler but um uh, you're how has it been as far as the First of all, I got to talk to you about the foods, like my favorite thing about Europe, um, because yeah. they just do it differently out there. Um, whether uh-huh. you're in Spain, Italy, France, like it's just different because the restrictions are different. Like there's no Monsanto's out there. So you're definitely getting, um, you know, literal farm to table out there. I want to talk about the food in Spain. And then I wanted to talk about you traveling throughout Spain. Is it a trip that you can go from country to country and via train? And it's like going from Northern California to Southern California. Um, so the only, so I, I was in, I was in Madrid last weekend. Um, and we just took a train super easy. Um, it was like two and a half hours on the train, which was very easy. Um, dropped you off right in the middle of the city. Beautiful. Um, flying tomorrow. I mean, most of the flights I'm going to end up taking are like two hours. It's, it's pretty easy, pretty light. Um, but yeah, I mean, the food's been, the food's been crazy. It's, it's, you're right. They do do it differently. Um, but it's been, it's been good. Nice. What's your favorite thing that you've eaten so far? Um, I've had a lot of paella. <laughs> nice. A lot of rice. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, the sea, the seafood's also insanely different too, right? Like, it's just, dude, the quality is just ridiculous. I was in France yeah. for like, yeah, I was in France for like a week and a half and it was, or sorry, not a week and a half shit. I was in France for like three weeks and it's just, a, a bread is different. Rice is different. Like everything is just so you can like, and you haven't probably gained a pound either. No, I haven't. Yeah. I lost a little bit of weight actually. Um, yeah. But like, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge secret person at all. And like the first day that we were here, we were walking through like, you know, like the big outdoor markets or whatever. And my friends like, just try this. And I'm like, okay. And I just had like (laughs) five or six different things that I still don't know exactly what they were. There's some sort of fish, something or another. And I'm just like, that's incredible. And I bet you it's cheap as fuck over there too. Oh yeah. Everything, all the food is so cheap. Yeah. I bought, I don't know if you could, oh, I just put it away. There was a, there was a bottle of wine on my, on my thing that I bought for four euros, um, a couple minutes ago, or not a couple hours ago. Um, like everything, everything is stupid cheap. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure. I mean, normally on this show, we would drink and talk about sports. So I'd say bust out that wine, but like I'm dry for January until the Super Bowl, which really freaking sucks. Um, but 
the the food, the the alcohol there, the wine there, it's like it's it's amazing. Like there's we always sit there and go like, oh, if you're not in Europe, like like, but it's true. It's very, very different. It's very, we, very nice. We went to we went to this bar the other night where you would order a drink and they would just put out on the count on the bar top everything you needed to make the drink. And they're like, put however much alcohol in the drink that you want to. And it's like, it just, you, that, that wouldn't happen in the States. Like, it's just oh like, God. and I, I went, I went around those like little corner store around from me where I bought that bottle of wine the, or not, uh, not that bottle, but another bottle of wine. And it was like something like seven or eight bucks. And the guy was like, if you have change for a 50, cause he only had like big bills. Like if you have change for a 50, I'll give it to you for two. And I'm like, yeah, I have two twenties and a 10. Here you go. And he's just like, they just like, everyone's so much nicer to each other. And it's just like, people are just, I, I don't know how to explain it. It's just like, well, the culture is definitely different. different. I for sure can see that. Um, they're also not on the grind over there. Right. <laughs> There's no right. such thing as the grind over there. Um, right. If you've ever watched eat, pray, love, it's like, there's, there's a scene in there where they say like, you Americans, you like, you work so hard and you're like, I deserve a break today. Italians say, I deserve a break every day. Like they, yeah, they, no, we, yeah. we, we joke about the fact that like, no one works here. Like, it's like, it's just, it's just funny. It's just the way it is. Like we, there's this little Italian place that's like literally two, two doors down from my apartment. That's like, they're open every day from like one to three. And then they close until like nine and they're open from like nine to 11. And they're open four hours a day and that's it. And like, yeah. And it's great. And like the guy who works there is like the nicest guy in the world. And we like walk in and he like just has everything ready for us. Like it's great, but it's, it's definitely, it's definitely a lot different, but I, I don't know. I don't know if I like it more or less. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not working, so I guess it doesn't matter, but it's just more <laughs> of like a relaxed lifestyle for sure. No, definitely. Well, let's, let's switch over. I, we, I mean, I feel like I can talk about you being in Spain and then going to Italy and just being in Europe in general for hours. So we can talk about that when you get back um, to the States. Let's talk about the NFC and the AFC championship coming up this weekend. First of all, um, I'm still going to stick with this international premise because how are you watching? Are you just streaming everything on like NFL network or like, how are you getting your sports, your American it's sports? Tough. It's really hard. So we, we've been watching a couple of the NFL games. There's this bar, this like American bar that's like a couple blocks over that's open pretty late um, that we were watching like, like last week when there were multiple games, the first game would start at like 10 PM and the second game would start at like two 30 in the morning. So we would watch the 10 PM game there and then, and then head home. But we found a way to stream one of my, one of the kids I'm living with brought an Amazon fire stick with him. And we found that if you use one of those like, illegal streaming things through the internet app on the fire stick it actually works so we've been doing a lot through there um but i mean when the game starts at 2 30 in the morning like if i'm awake i'll watch the first quarter and then you know catch up on the highlights the next day um yeah. but it's it's definitely like college basketball like i've been trying to stream through my phone but like it's hard to find um the nba is hard to find but it's you know, I find, I find my ways. I mean, you're not, it's other than LeBron's uh, scoring past, you know, uh, Kareem. Yeah, I don't it's the NBA regular season. I mean, what are you going to do? 
Yeah. But, I mean, you know, you know me well enough to know that I'm not surviving if I can't watch in some capacity. <laughs> no, definitely. I mean, when we had this conversation initially, I was like, please tell me you're at least watching football. So I'm glad you're at least able to stream that. Um, speaking of football, let's go to um, numero uno, the first game, which is 12 o'clock um, in the States time on the West Coast, um, which I'm sure that you would love to be able to watch and came at noon, but um, NFC championship Philly versus San Francisco. Philly is favored at two and a half points. Want to know your take on this? Because obviously Philly's favored. I totally get why Philly's favored. Um, yeah. Having Jalen hurts there. Um, Philly, by the way, is number one in Q, uh, QBR ranking uh, first in yards per attempt and first in completion. As far as their offense is concerned via ESPN um, and the Niners aren't looking so great on D. So I want to get your t- take. What, um, what is your take on this NFC matchup? Yeah, I think, I think this year is really interesting because I, I feel like most years there's a team that kind of finds a way to squeak their way into the championship weekend. Um, and someone falters along the way. I feel like this year we have the four best teams or the two best teams in each conference playing a championship weekend, which is awesome. Um, I feel like these are going to be two great games. I mean, the NFC, I mean, the, the Niners are what, like 12 and 0 in their last 12 games. Like they haven't lost since like week seven or week eight. Um, the e- they were, they were what, like three and four. And I don't think they've lost since then. Something like that. Well, yeah. Like, so when Jalen got hurt, um, obviously the, those last two games in the seat, um, that he, no, the Niners, the Niners. Oh no, no, no. Yeah. No, you're right on the Niners. I thought you were yeah. Philly. Yeah. No, no, no. The Niners. Yeah. So they haven't lost in a while. I mean, the Eagles, yeah. the Eagles have been the, I think they've probably been the best team in the NFC all year. Um, from, from at least what I've seen, they have, I mean, top two line in the conference on both sides of the ball. Jalen Hurts has been playing like an MVP all year. It's probably his award if he doesn't get hurt. I mean, it definitely would have been a conversation between him and Mahomes. Um, but I think at home, it's everyone has said, including myself, that at some point along the way, Brock Purdy's going to turn into the seventh round pick that he was and show that, you know, he's, he's not, he was taken there because of, you know, whatever his talent level is. And every week I'm wrong. And and I don't say that it, I mean, it's happened every week, but because he, we talk about these system quarterbacks, whether you want to talk about, you know, Jared Goff while he was in, while he was in LA, if you want to talk about, you know, Jalen Hurts now, if you want to talk Brock, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is the system. Like Shanahan's system is built to suit any type of quarterback, even if that is a the last pick in the draft, he's not asking him to take over the game. And I don't think that's going to change at this point in the year. So if San Francisco can continue to do what they've done all year, you know, they're going to put up a fight, but I think Philly's so dominant on both sides of the ball. The link is going to be rocking. It's going to be the loudest environment that either team has played in all year. Those fans, I want to say the game's at 12, so it's at 3 in Philly. Those fans will be up at 5 a.m. drinking probably the night before, not sleeping. Like, the, they do it. They You say they do it different in Europe. They do it different in Philly, too. Oh, for um, sure. But it's, it's going to be a crazy environment. I'm, I'm really interested to see what Philly does in terms of the running game. You know, Kenneth Gainwell had a great, great game against, uh, against the Giants. Miles Sanders has been somewhat disappointing along the way. I don't, you're gonna, this, this offseason will be interesting. It's uh, seeing what they decide to do with him, if they want to pay him or not, given what they have behind him. Um, but I, if, as a betting man, I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Eagles. I'll lay the points. Okay, you're gonna leave the points and obviously money line as well on that one. Let's um yeah. and I'm not gonna lie to you, I totally just I totally agree. 
I am on that Philly NFC East bandwagon. I can't even call it a bandwagon because my team's in the NFC East. Um, so I totally agree with you. I have like nothing to interject on that. <laughs> I totally agree with you. Let's move on to the AFC championship. Kansas City obviously has injury over injury over injury. And I'm sure Mahomes is going to play with that injury. That being said, I really feel like Cincy's do, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like Joe Burrow's just a winner. He just looks yep. Like he is a championship player. Um, this is his second time coming back uh, to the AFC championship and hopefully winning, you know, ba- a back-to-back cha- um, AFC championship. And I believe, isn't this the second time that they're playing one another? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. For the, um, to get into the Super Bowl and for the yeah, AFC. Last, last, last year they, w- they beat him in Kansas city. Yeah. So I'm, wa- I'm wondering, um, Obviously, your thoughts, you just nodded when I said Joe Burrow is a winner and he's a champ and he just looks he just looks like he 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 shits winning out of his out yeah. of wherever orifice that he shits it from. Um where uh what are your thoughts on this matchup? Um I since like week 10, week eleven, I I've I've been saying Eagles Bengals is my is my Super Bowl prediction matchup. I'm gonna stick with it. I think Joe Burrow is playing with so much confidence. He's three and zero in his career against Mahomes. I mean, this is nothing. Him going into Kansas City and trying to take down, you know, like the big bad wolf or whatever you want to call Mahomes, is like this, this larger than life presence in the NFL. It's nothing new for him. He's done it before. He's done it multiple times, and, and it's not like he's just done it in the regular season. Last year, he went into Kansas City on Championship Weekend and took the Bengals to the Super Bowl. And I, it would not surprise me at all if if the Bengals go in there and do it again. We, I mean, Mahomes. We talked about the ankle. There was I saw I saw a clip of him today or yesterday walking out of a press conference no boot looked fine like if you just showed it to me and if you just showed it to me and you said is this a guy who's hurt I would say no but then again it was him taking five steps off of a podium um, he he you the injury didn't look good and you saw him grimacing in pain throughout that game and that's not, not something that gets better over the next couple of days it gets worse before it gets better I mean I'm sure they're gonna inject him with whatever sort of numb whatever they can so he can play for three hours and not not feel what whatever he's dealing with that being said i think kansas i think i think cincinnati i mean i think i outside of maybe their offensive line i think they're better in every single aspect i think you know with mahomes's ankle i mean that's I a they're... huge that's a huge check outside the offensive I mean, line i mean like no line no win They've gotten this far. They've done it all year. They did it last year. Um, but you're picking Cincy. I'm taking Cincy. Yeah. Okay. okay. I'm taking. I'm taking the Eagles. I'm taking Cincy. I'm sticking with Joe Burrow. I love Joe Burrow. Probably a little <laughs> bit more than I should. But yeah, give me Joe Burrow. Give me Jamar Chase. Give me Zach Taylor. They've been here before. They've done it before. Let me, I'll ride with the Bengals. Okay. Um, I'm looking up the odds for. Um, the Bengals right now. I mean, it's it a weird. I saw earlier. I saw earlier today that on FanDuel, the Bengals were plus one, but the Chiefs were favored on the money line, which made no sense to me. Yeah, I think books are trying really hard to maybe push one way or the other. I yeah, this makes I no sense. I'm looking at. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it too. It's really, really weird. So, like, uh, obviously, this is basically a pick 'em. I mean, it's plus one versus minus one. Um, looking at the over, I mean, I. Yeah, what's the total on this game? Um, according to FanDuel, it's 47 and a half. Um, Caesars, which is what I Over. normally do, is 47. But I like Over. that. Yeah. Um, 
And then, yeah, you're right. I mean, FanDuel has plus 102 for, um, for Cincy. What's and, they're guess, and, they're and then it's minus 120. Forward. Yeah, and it's minus 120 okay. for Kansas City. Yeah, so it's, a, so it's essentially a toss-up. Yeah, yeah. I mean... This is the. It's interesting because a lot of people thought that maybe San Francisco and Philly was the evenly matched, as Mm -hmm. far as with the exception of Purdy. Obviously, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that one. Um, Everything else is pretty much evenly matched. But I, I mean, this game is this game is going to be the ultimate like who the hell is going to win? You know, I mean, look, I think both. I think these are going to be two incredible football games. I don't think either one of these teams is going to blow the other out of the water. I think. I think it's going to be two. I mean, there's two very evenly matched teams on, in, in both conferences. So the fact that the lines are tight doesn't surprise me at all. So here's the thing. I'm really, really hoping that that's the case because we thought the exact same thing with that four and a half line with the Giants and, um, and Philly. And then yeah. all of a sudden we get a 30 point blowout, you know, and super disappointing. Right. And then you get, uh, there was just multiple reasons. I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm going to stay away from it and just basically say that I really hope for a close game. Um, I don't, I don't see a world in which, in which since he blows out Kansas city or vice versa, it wouldn't surprise me if Philly had their way with the, with the Niners. I don't think it'll happen, but if Philly won that game by 14, 15 points, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. I mean, obviously we know the, where the offense stands with Philly. I'm just, are you a little concerned with where the defense stands with Philly or not? You're like, I'm not even worried about it. Yeah, I mean, like my my instinct says I, I should be a little bit concerned, but I mean, James Bradbury and Darius Slay have been playing fantastic football, I've been shutting down, you know, receivers on both sides of the field. Um, it's, I don't, I don't want to go out on a limb and, and deviate from what they've done all year. I mean, that's the same issue with Purdy. Like I say, Purdy's going to falter every single week and he just continues to play. <laughs> I don't want to say he's playing great football because he's not, but he's playing decent enough football in that system and doing what he has to do with the weapons around him. Like when you have when you have Trent Williams blocking your blind side and you have Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk on the field, you don't have to do very much. Like, yeah. You make the throws you have to make. You don't have to, I mean, yes, he's, he's doing what he can to create for himself, but he doesn't have to. Like yeah, Shanahan no. has developed a system that works so, f- I mean, it worked for Jimmy. Like Jimmy wasn't, Jimmy G wasn't doing anything crazy either. Like, and he didn't have to, that's my point is the system works for, I don't want to say your league average quarterback. He doesn't, it works for, doesn't ha- you don't have to be a superstar quarterback to succeed in that system. No, I, I definitely agree with you on that. I mean, Shanahan does a great job of being able to, I mean, he comes from a great tree as well to be able to do that. Jake, I'm going to, um, I'm going to leave you be and let you uh, get some sleep for your early, early, early flight. But I want to go out on this. When are we drinking with each other when you get back to the States? Because you finally turned 21 and I want to rage with you because I All think right, it'll be a lot of fun, my guy. We'll You'll have it. to come to the South Bay port for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, we can, we can do that on multiple occasions. Yeah. I can't we'll wait. Be, I can't we'll wait. Um, sure. well, we'll have to have you back on for sure. Um, maybe when, you know, it's not, 10 or 11 o'clock at night, your time. So yeah, no, I'm uh, glad, I'm glad we we're able to figure out, you know, a time that worked to do this for sure. And if we can no, figure de- out time to do it, you know, down the line, always, always, always count me in. Yeah, no, I love it. Thank you so much for being so flexible. I really appreciate it guys. That was Jake Dicker. Um, 
currently in Spain <laughs> and uh, hopefully soon we'll be back in the States. Uh, enjoy your trip, Jake. I will, um, we're the sports bar. Jihei Wiley. Oh, where can people get, uh, find you? Do you want to be found? Are you like, fuck that shit? Don't find me. I'm good. Uh, I mean, if you want to find me on Twitter, I'm on Twitter at Jake Dicker. I mean, I'm not, I'm not putting anything out right now, really. Just you can find my random sports thoughts there. Um, yeah, come come interact with me there. We can talk for sure. Awesome. That is Jake Dicker on Twitter, guys. That's his at. Um, I'm Jihei Wiley. Um, it, if you want to follow, comment, like, blah, 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 that stuff. We're everywhere you get your podcast. Also, if you want to follow us on social media, it's that sports bar, T-H-A sports bar um, for Instagram and sports bar gals because Twitter sucks because they wouldn't give me sports bars for some fucking reason. <laughs> Elon needs to change that for me. Um, and then, um, yeah, that's I'll, I'll give Elon a call. <laughs> right yeah let's 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 hit him up right now um elon hit me up uh yeah that's it guys uh we are the sports bar where we drink and talk about sports and eventually we will do that after dry january freaking is over <laughs> and we're the sports bar and we're out deuces Going